is. My, my message today is the, the importance. We are a house of remembering. Remembrance, remembering. And so I want you to remember a couple announcements. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. The diamonds are get, having a get-together, but it's not this week. So forget about it this week. <laughs> and then remember it next week. <laughs> November the 3rd. Yes. November the 3rd is next week. So 10 days, 12 days. Where is it? Oh, thanks for asking. It's almost like you wrote this announcement. It's at Ricky's. Ricky's at 11.30 a.m. Okay? It's not a midnight snack. It's a morning, 11.30 a.m. Also, keep in the, the back of your mind, uh, Ladies' Bible Study is November 1st. That's a Tuesday. Get reading the book. Get answering the questions there. I've, I've went through this book with Pastor Brenda, and it's very thought-provoking. And uh, I encourage you, dig in a little early so that, that it sinks into your spirit. And then also, this week is a quiet week. Next week, it really ramps up with ladies' Bible study, youth, and the diamonds. So keep those all in the, the forefront of your mind. I said the back of your mind before. But, you know, that's how we forget things. We put it in the back of our mind. Remember, literally the, the definition of remember is keeping things at the front of your mind. I really, I, I'm, a, I'm a kind of guy, I love the different holidays we have. And so I, everybody kind of knows I love singing Christmas songs at, on, on Christmas, at Christmas. But we've, we just went through Thanksgiving, and what did I preach about the last couple? A house of Thanksgiving. And what's coming up? Remembrance Day. So right in the middle of the two, we're th talking about Thanksgiving and remembrance. And, and they're, they're really connected in lots of different ways. When the children of Israel were coming out of the land of Egypt, And, and many of the different prophets always kind of go back and they recount the stories of God's deliverance, of his power, of his miracles. And throughout the Bible, I'm just going to read some of my notes because I, I, I found I'm a really good writer. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, yeah, I, you know, I shouldn't have said that. But it keeps me on track. It keeps me on. Throughout the Bible, God is continuously telling his people to remember. Also, don't forget. But to remember who it was that delivered them. Who it was that saved them. Who it was that provided for them. Who it was that caused them to be victorious. Constantly reminding them. Causing them 
to prosper. Because if they would forget, then they would begin to think that it was their power. It was their genius. It was their might. And they would become prideful. Literally, the word... I'm going to get into some of my definitions a little early. Forget. I, I just found it really interesting. It, the, the word means to wither. Wither. It means to wither. It means to slowly die. So think of that. The children of Israel walk through the Red Sea We did a Bible school class a while back, and, and it, was, it was the Old Testament, the, the Pentateuch. And we kind of laughed, but then I, I did. Okay, I won't throw it on the whole class. I kind of laughed because the Israelites walked through the sea. And three days later, they're complaining and grumbling and wanting to get rid of Moses. <laughs> And, and I would, I would kind of chuckle, like, okay, okay, Israelites, you just had all these plagues upon the Egyptians, but in the land of Goshen, nothing. Then miraculously, you leave town, and the Egyptians are giving you things. The gold, silver. <laughs> then you, you're, you're sitting by the Red Sea, and, and you see a cloud of dust coming, which is the army of the Egyptians. And you start worrying, and you start fearing, and then all of a sudden the f Red Sea opens, and you walk through on dry land. And literally, the last, it says the last priest comes out of the bank, steps his foot, and the waters come back. As his foot clears the riverbed or the seabed or the lake bed or the ocean bed, whichever interpretation, translation you want to read. And it swallows up the entire Egyptian army. It says the wheels came off their chariots. And, and a beautiful song by Miriam, Tambourine, and then three days later, they forgot. The memory of that withered away. Withered away. On the back wall, there are testimonies. And I, I read a few of them before. And then you can get so discouraged. And then two weeks ago, we did our little Thanksgiving thing, and we were setting up tables, and I, I took literally five minutes to start reading some of the cards of testimony. They're testimonies of God's healing, of God's freedom. Not, not from the book of Exodus. The book of Abbotsford. <laughs> the book of Chilliwack. The book of Mission. Testimonies that have happened here and now. And so quickly, we allow the good things that God has done to wither in our memory. 
and we forget. And what happens when we forget? You got to wait about five minutes because I got some other stuff I want to go through. Then we're going to get into some benefits and some negatives. Deuteronomy 8, verse 1. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe to do. Why? Why do we remember? Why do we keep? Why do we observe? That you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land. Go and possess the promise which the Lord swear unto your fathers. The Bible uses the word observe and uh, keep, guard, obey, don't forget, do, remember. He uses these words, and they're, they're critical. It's critical to our success to keep, to guard, to remember. Retain in our memory. I, I, I can specifically think of times when I was much younger, and I'd have my devotions, and I'd read a chapter, and I'd feel so good about myself. And by the time I got 20 minutes later into my car, I, had, I couldn't even remember what I had read. But remembering, retaining, that's why I've actually encouraged people, take one verse and memorize it. Memorize it, because then it sticks to you. You memorize it, and it's there. It's in you. And it's surprising how often that scripture verse will come to your memory throughout the day, throughout the week, once you've memorized. Okay, I'm going to read again. It's critical for our success that we keep, watch over, retain in our memory God's words that he has spoken to us through his word. Whether they be commands, promises, testimonies, principles for life. Because when we remember them, they give us the proper perspective regarding our success. That is, it was God, not us. Pride comes before a fall. And what happened, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. I had a whole chapter, but I just want to pull a, a verse out. Beware, this, sir, this is, uh, I don't have my glasses on. Deuteronomy 8, and this is verse 11. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command you this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and you are full and thou hast built goodly homes and dwell therein. And when your herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast has multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. God, I imagine, having created us new, 
<laughs> our tendency to forget. And so, to help them remember, he, he, he commanded Moses to, to build, to write the book of the covenant, also referred to as the book of the law, also referred to the book of ordinances, also referred to the book of testimony. And he commanded him to put it in the ark of the covenant. And in Exodus, it, it goes through several different times where Moses, the priest, would stand before the people and would read the book of testimony. And in, and in the King James, it says they read, and all it says is the capital T, testimony. They read the testimony of God's goodness, of his power. Why? So that the people understood that God brought them out and that God supplied their needs, that God was the one who caused them to prosper, that it was God, that it was God. Why? Because when we forget, when we forget, the first thing that happens, fear. I want to read some more out of Psalm 78. Talking about the book of Testament. In this way, and I read this during worship, every generation will set its hope in God and not forget his wonderful works, but keep his commandments. By following his ways, they will break the past bondage of their fickle fathers who were stubborn, rebellious generation and whose spirits strayed from the eternal God. They refused to love him with all their hearts. Remember, Moses said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, your strength, all your might, all your mind. But here was a generation that didn't. Now listen to this. This is, this is verse 9. Take, for example, the sons of Ephraim. Do you remember, do you know that, that at one time they were like the, the tribe because it was a son of Joseph who had been down into Egypt that saved the nation. They were like one of the leading tribes. And later in this chapter, it says God rejected them and chose Judah, who then occupied Jerusalem. But anyways, take, for example, the sons of Ephraim. Though they were all equipped warriors, each with weapons, they were um, archers. When the battle began, they retreated. I want you to hear that. They retreated and ran away in fear. They didn't really believe Listen to this. They didn't really believe the promises of God. They refused to trust him, which means they refused to set their hope in him. And they refused to move forward in faith. 
Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The things hoped for is a confident expectation in your spirit. That's what the word hope is. A confident expectation that God will do what he said he would. They didn't believe. And here's the reason why. Verse 11. They forgot. All the miracles, all the glories, all the victories, they forgot. And so in the midst of the battle, no hope, no confidence, and fear took over. I told Pastor Brenda, it said, this is an amazing word. In the King James, it says they turned back. They turned back. When you look in the Hebrew, it means literally they changed their mind. Forgetting, letting something wither in your memory literally changes your mind. They didn't just change their mind in the middle of the battle. Their mind was being changed as they forgot. As they allowed the memories of the victory, of the success, of the prospering, of the manna, of the quail, as they allowed those memories to wither, they were literally changing their mind. What does Romans say? Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing, by the changing of your mind. That is the positive direction of remembering. When you remember God's goodness, you remember his miracles, as you read the testimonies on the wall, you are literally changing your mind. And as you change your mind, you transform your life. But the, the children of Ephraim, they forgot the glories. They forgot the miracles. They forgot the outstretched arm. They forgot the prospering. And as they allowed those memories to leave the forefront of their mind, as they let it go, they were literally changing and transforming their life. They lost hope. They lost confidence. They lost faith. And as a result, letting that break down, open this door for fear. Fear came in. And instead of moving forward, it says, literally says, instead of moving forward in faith, they turned their backs and retreated. God in the book of Hebrews says, I take no pleasure in the one who turns back. It's a pretty powerful verse. <laughs> my, my, I take no pleasure. 
But what pleases God? Hebrews 11. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But when you walk in faith, when you exercise faith, you are pleasing to God. Remember, remember, remember. I wanted to come up with a really catching line. And it was, what, what's, what's so important about remembering? And literally this morning, as I was laying in bed, this line went through my head. Remembering connects you. Think about that. What you remember connects you to that thing you are remembering. Some people get bound up by their past. Why? Because Satan brings that to their memory. And they remember the things from the past. Your memory connects you. I love, we, Pastor Brenda has made some amazing photo books. And you know how fast I forget how, what a great year 2014 was. I can't remember right now off the top of my head a single thing from 2014. But when I grab the book, the book of testimony of 2014, I remember, what an awesome year. What an awesome year it was. And it doesn't matter which book of testimony I grab off the shelf. I, I get connected back to that year, to that event. We've, we've done it even sometimes with when we had, when we, um, at our Christmas banquet, we would put together a slideshow of the year. And it's amazing how many things happened in the life of our church that year that we collectively just all forgot. The baby dedications, the, the youth events, the baptisms, all of these amazing things. And then we'd sit and we'd remember them. And remembering connects you connects you and it either creates as we saw in chapter 70 in this way every generation will set its hope in God if you remember the testimonies on the back wall you look I don't I've said it before I, I can remember three, uh, three specific events in my life where I probably should have died mere inches should have been dead. And I remember those. And then I think, well, God, you must have something amazing for my life. If you spared me on, I know for specifically those three occasions. And the remembering renews my hope, renews my confidence, builds my faith. I look at every one of my children and literally I can think of a miracle in every one of their lives. 
And I say, God, you got something important for their life because you spared them, you healed them, you saved them, you brought them through this, you brought them through that, you took them through that. And as I remember what God has done, there's a faith. There's a faith that comes from remembering. The enemy wants to come and he wants to intimidate you. Paul writing to Timothy. Here was a young man that Paul had sent out to pastor a church. And I can just imagine what was happening to young Timothy birthing a young church. And Paul writes, remember, God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. The word fear there means intimidation. God doesn't come to intimidate you. The enemy comes and he wants to intimidate you. What, what, does, what does that mean to intimidate? Have you ever looked, seen the boxers? They're, they're in the, this, the referee calls them, beginning of the fight. And they come to the center of the ring. And they try to stare each other down. And they look, they're looking each other and they're just staring. And they're trying to intimidate, intimidate, create doubt. Oh man, I don't know if I, well, this guy's a little taller than me. His muscles, they look a little bigger than mine. I don't think I trained properly. Oh man, I should have spent more time in the gym. And all of a sudden, doubt. 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 Fear. Fear. Pretty soon, you're not as confident. And that's what, our, that's what the thief comes to do. Steal, kill, destroy. That's what the roaring lion wants to do. Wants to devour. It's what the enemy wants to do. Devour, intimidate. All coming from the father of lies. And it becomes a battle of remembering. It's a battle to remember. Here in Canada, we have something called Remembrance Day. Why do we have it? To remember sacrifices. And it's a battle. We're seeing a generation that's coming up that doesn't appreciate the sacrifices. They take for granted the sacrifices. They're allowing to wither in their minds the importance of what was done one, two, three generations ago. That brought freedom. And we, we, we set that day aside. Why? To bring to our remembrance so that we can appreciate 
understand. It's the same way in our spiritual life. Jesus said, drink from this cup, eat from this loaf. Why? To remember me. They did that every week. They got together weekly. They would remember. They'd come to the the table of communion, the table of remembrance. To remember what? The life, the life of Christ, the miracles, the words, the testimonies, the healing. The power of his resurrection. Realize, they began to realize, okay, the the shedding of his blood. The suffering, the beating, but then the resurrection all served a purpose. And they they brought it up in their memory so that the thought of it would not wither. Because they went through this time of persecution. Paul, being one of the originators of the, of the persecution. And they ran in fear. They scattered. If, if you, you read about the disbursement. The Jews the, 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 from the land of Israel there with Paul persecuting the churches. They dispersed. The Jews just fled Jerusalem because Paul. Paul starts writing, remember, remember, break bread, drink of the cup to remember. Remember what? The power that we have. Not because it's our power. You didn't save yourself, Jesus Christ. Amen? The name above all names. The Redeemer, the Savior, the Deliverer. The God who heals, who forgives our sin. Takes our life. Psalm of David. Forget not all of his benefits. We forget the benefits. And we can walk around beaten up, depressed. In a pit. Because we forgot that he redeemed redeemed our life from the pit. This morning, I want to encourage us, encourage myself, because we live in a day and an age where we're bombarded by the negative. We're bombarded by busyness. We're bombarded with things that want to take over our thinking and keep us focused on non-essentials, on fear, on this trend or that trend. And we just get so bombarded and overloaded that the memory of the book of testimony withers and we forget And we forget. I want to encourage us. I I love fall because we get thanksgiving. Then we get remembrance. 
Then the Americans celebrate Thanksgiving. We get reminded again. And then we have Christmas. Then we have Noel. That's Cora's middle name. (laughs) Noella. And then we have the new year. And we have all these reminders. I want to encourage us. Bring to the forefront the good things of God in your life. Thank him. Thank him. The power of thanksgiving. Taking what Satan meant for evil, God turns to good. He who began a good work in you, he is faithful and he will complete it. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher. Set, do, do something. A posty notes. Oh, there's... God, God had people write things. I, I remember studying for exams, and I would, I would remember things millions of times better, maybe three times better, if I wrote it down. That's why we have a, a, the wall back there for testimonies. We write it down so that we can rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it. His goodness. Think about how God saved your life. How he spared you. Thank God for all those things that you don't even know that he spared you from. We, we sometimes complain about things that happen in our lives. And sometimes God just says, you know how much worse it could have been? <laughs> but I shielded you. And you got just a fraction of what the enemy meant for you. And by the way, I've made a way of escape. There's, there's nothing that, you, that comes against you that I haven't prepared a way, of, a way of escape. And so, yeah, you might think that was hard, but it could have been harder. Take this time, this time of the year. Take this time. We get reminder after reminder. Thanksgiving. Remember. Remember, celebrate the birth of our Savior. Celebrate with the angels. Peace on earth, goodwill. You don't hear much of that. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Think on these things. Amen? Remember, remember. I don't know, you, you got to think of some way that helps you remember. For some people, it's writing things down. Some people can memorize scripture. Some people can build amazing craft books of different things, photo books, slideshows, maybe things on your computer that show. Have your screen on your computer just saying something good about God. But set something up in your life to remind you of his goodness. Amen. 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 God bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you.
The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Complete well-being. And everybody said amen. 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 God bless you. Have an awesome afternoon.